This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not to be used as a news source. Kind of, you know, run up these rocks and shit. Pushing P. Pushing P. Ugh, glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy how, like, California is so mad at Gunner for that shit right now. Why? Because, like, that's their slang. Is it really? I mean, I, that's what they claim, but who, who is it? It's a, it's a word, bro. I've, like, ne- I've never heard it before the song. Me either, but we also don't live in California. Yeah, or Texas. Or Texas. Or Texas, wherever the fuck it came from. I don't don't really care. I don't really care about pushing P anymore. I never want to hear it again. Matter of fact, I'm going to tune it out every time I even hear someone say it. Yeah, dude, I'm not even going to listen to people saying pushing P. Have you actually heard people use it in conversation? Yeah, yeah, definitely have. Really? Definitely. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I heard it today at work. Really? I was like, I was like, I don't remember how it came in context, but they were like, pushing P. And I was like, no, not that. <laughs> I don't really, I don't know. It doesn't really flow for me, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, like. Definitely got to force it. Yeah, it sounds like a little bit too much. It sounds yeah. like a little bit. It's, it's not really pee, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Didn't we, like, say, a, say it a bunch of times on the episode not long ago? I think um, you said it a bunch of times on the episode not yeah, long ago. Yeah, <laughs> when I was talking about fucking Betty White. Oh, that was great. Yeah, man. Well, you should have been there when I was fucking her. That was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Oh man, come on, let's let's dive into it, bro. All right, all right. So it's beautiful. Russia is Putin P right now. Yeah, Russia is definitely pushing Putin. Putin P. Putin is pushing P. Yeah, no. Push Russia is Putin. Putin P. Putin. It <laughs> sounds like you're pissing out your butt. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Putin P. So it's fucking. It's crazy, bro. I told you it was going to be a big deal. Yeah, and it is. It's definitely a big fucking deal, man. It's the whole nuts. world is literally talking about it. Yeah, it's, um, I guess right now, uh, Russian forces are, like, shelling the biggest nuclear power plant in the world. I'm not exactly sure what the logic behind that is. I don't know Holy if it's, like, shit. an attempt to use a nuclear weapon without using a nuclear weapon or not. <laughs> I've been I hearing a lot of shit about what's going on in Ukraine. Yeah, it's it's tough to uh it's tough to uh cipher, cipher the information because it's like a lot of the ghosts of Kiev clips were from a fucking yeah, video yeah. game. Um some of the a lot of clips are from like different areas, different wars or like video games, movies. Yeah. Some of it's real. You kind of just propaganda. Yeah. For one yeah. side or the other. A lot of it is. A lot of it is. It's yeah. um but it's nuts, man. It's got people pretty fucking tense. Yeah, it does. It's got me a little tense. Um, I'm glad that we're, like, not over there and involved yet. But like, yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, I've seen some videos of people in the military recording their meals. So they'll be, like, in the cafeteria, um, and they're, like, eating, like, lobster and crab legs and shit. And, like, your military guys will reply to the video saying that's, like, a morale-boosting thing for, oh, when, okay, okay. for when shit's about to go down. I thought it was, like, a last meal kind of thing. Like, it yeah, send yeah, kind of, sort of. You could definitely die, so here's some good food. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's pretty fucking crazy, man. Yeah, it's, it is. It's it's. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, shit come in, like, civilian's way, which is which is really uncalled for. I yeah, like. that's... um. Uh, they're like bombing like apartment buildings yeah, and just shit. Yeah, like where people live, um, bro, just normal places. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, that's technically a war crime. Yeah. But I think the rationale behind it is they're able to get away with it without it being a war crime because of the militia in Ukraine, the civilians mm. there being armed mm-hmm. and like 
ready to fight against the Russians. That sounds like they could do the same thing to us in the States. Like, we literally have the First Amendment for a fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. Second Amendment? Second Amendment. I'm high. Yeah. I'm not high. I, I'm, I lied. I'm I usually on the sure podcast. We're but talking about the same thing. No, nah, I'm just you know. Um, but no, it's been a, uh, it's been really crazy to watch the uh, Ukrainian presidents. Bro, he's a badass. He's pushing P, bro, for sure. He, he's he's like, <laughs> he, I saw a video. He uh he was addressing Putin. He was like, "You say I'm running, you say I'm hiding," and he's like, "I'm right here. I'm." Right, here. my my vice president's right here. My treasurer, right here. <laughs> I was like, oh, he really standing on that shit. It's really impressive because, like, you know, that guy used to be a comedian. No, I did he not. He was know like that. a comedian actor type dude. <laughs> he was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna run for president. And now it's like, <laughs> I did, I was not aware of that. Yeah, man, he used to be a comedian, but yeah. he uh, he's setting a good example. That's the kind of leader you want. Yeah, you know? definitely. You think Biden's gonna do that for us? Fuck no, bro. No, <laughs> dude, he's not a good leader in, in general. He might by accident just forget where the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna lead you astray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not somebody I'd want to gather behind. Yeah, the uh, the citizens have been pretty badass. Um, it's I. They're tough people over there, man. They're yeah. hard motherfuckers. Um, it seems like uh, they're used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, they're used to it. And uh, it's it's a tricky situation, though, man. You kind of feel sorry for the Russian people. I mean, from what I understand, Ukraine and Russia have been beefing for a while. Well, Kiev, the capital city of Ukraine, was uh-huh. the capital of the Soviet Union mm. when Stalin was in power and uh, fucking... Gorbachev, I forget who the other guy is. Um, Gorbachev might be the guy that dissolved it. Yeah. But, um, I'm not too sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's... So, Ukraine used to be a part of the Soviet Union, and I guess the beef is NATO moving closer to the eastern border of Russia because Russia's strategically not in a good area. Uh, geopolitically, it's not in a good area. It's really easy to invade, um, especially on the north end. So uh, the rationale that uh, Putin is using is he just doesn't want NATO on his eastern border. But it seems like it's a little bit more than that. I've seen some speeches. I don't fucking speak Russian, so I don't know if like I don't know if this shit's true or not. But he basically said he's like trying to in a speech he basically said he was trying to like bring back the soviet yeah. union that's scary yeah it's uh, i mean i don't know if he meant it within the terms of like the actual the government i think he was more so speaking about like the land well i mean the government yeah i mean the like government's not back. too different than it was during the soviet union i mean st- is fucked up as Putin is, Stalin was yeah, a million yeah. times crazier than he is. Um, but it's still kind of a similar structure, but that's what he was saying, like, the land. So I think that makes, like, I think some of Poland might be involved in that, Latvia, Lithuania. Mm. So, like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. If he goes any further east, though, man, it's going to be uh, if he goes into Poland or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's shit's popping off. Um but it's some crazy shit to live through, I think. I mean, it's the closest we've ever been to, like, another global conflict since the Cold War. Yeah. Which never really ended, but kind of I mean, died down a little bit. Global conflict. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. First global conflict. I see what you're saying. Because I, I was thinking just conflict in general. And we've been in that, you know, Yeah, we've constantly. had a few of those. We had a few. Isn't it, like, 
you gotta feel sorry for the fucking military. We pull out of Afghanistan and then this shit goes down and Well, you know, we we you I'm gotta say be, we, but the US makes a lot of money from war. As much as they yeah. spend on their military, you know, their war, you know, puts money in pockets. Um, so this this I don't feel like that's something that we're ever going to exactly not be involved in. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're not super involved with it right now, but the sanctions are crazy, man. Like yeah, all yeah. the Russian assets in a lot of countries are being seized. Yeah, There's this one I saw that. oligarch's yacht that got seized by I think it was France. Straight like uh, probably half a billion dollar yacht, maybe. Damn. I, it was a, it was like a mega yacht. It was fucking huge and uh those things go for like two to five hundred mil. Dude. Maybe a little more than that. Yachts are pretty fucking expensive. So that got seized. I've been seeing people's uh, bank accounts are getting like frozen up. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the oligarchs have fucking uh Swiss bank accounts mm-hmm. that they can't access. Switzerland's been historically neutral, but they're you know, putting the hammer down on Russia. Uh, Pornhub's not letting people in Russia search up porn. Yeah, yeah. That that right there. That's like end the war. Apple's not selling products there. Yeah, a dude. lot of companies aren't selling products there. And so I mean, the Russian people are fucked, and you kind of feel sorry for them because it's not really their fault. It's not the people, yeah. It's Putin. But like, I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to say this. Um, kill him. <laughs> you can't, yeah. 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 Like, like if if he is the problem. I know it's easier said than done. I not and I really don't mean kill him, but I mean if he dies, I wouldn't be sad. But like, re- you, you arrest him at least. It's just like if if there's a problem that's affecting millions of people, remove it. I think part of the goal is to get the uh, Russian people. Yeah, the Russian people and like the oligarchs of Russia yeah. to be like, okay, fuck this guy. Yeah, and then kind of have the people take care of it. it until the Russian military decides to do that, it's not gonna happen. Cause, cause I mean, no matter like what you, if I'm like, hey, fuck you, but you put a bullet between my eyes, do, does it really matter that I said fuck you? Yeah, I mean, the Russian military doesn't want to be there either. I've heard a lot of them are like, um, a lot of them are surrendering. I think Ukraine's yeah. offering them asylum yeah. if they surrender. Cause they're doing, like you said, war crimes. Yeah, and most people don't want to commit war crimes. Right. You kind of have a uh, ethical obligation to disobey orders at that point. Um, so yeah, it's I mean it's it's really fucked up. You got people in Ukraine sleeping in fucking train stations and shit. Yeah, and, uh, it's just all around nuts. There are a couple UFC fighters. Uh, I forget which one. Oh, it is. I saw that post. Fucking really big one. Yeah, he um, he was a world champion, I believe. Makashev, I think the Makashev brothers, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who it is, but there's two UFC fighters that are brothers, and one of them is the uh, Marikiv, and he's like high up on Russia's kill list. Yeah. Um, the president of Ukraine's at the top of it. Didn't somebody just put a uh, uh, a Russian billionaire, I believe, put a uh, like a hit on Putin, like a first certain? I believe it was a couple million dollars. If Maybe. I haven't, I haven't again, heard that about that. That could also be, once again, propaganda. Propaganda, you know I mean? like, yeah. Especially in America, we're going to feel, I mean, no matter where you are, I guess, but, you know, America's bad about it. Right. They want you to pick a side. Well, America's bad about it, but also, like, 19 of the top 20 Christian pages on Facebook were uh, operated by Russian troll farms wow. last year. So we have a we have a big problem with that, too. That's actually crazy as fuck. 
Russian troll farms, dude. That is that is like yeah, a whole. Yeah, that's a real thing. What's up, Kylie? Um, good. How are you? That was a weak one. That was a terrible fist bump. I apologize. Um, I'll give you a fist bump. Hell yeah, bro. Nice. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> um, fuck. What was I talking about? Fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was from Hey, you need to stop. All right, all right. Come on, oh, we're, Russian we're drone farms. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was um that was a big thing in like the elections. Um Chinese do it too, I think. It's like to keep people divided and kind of push their own agenda in America. Yeah. And with as like potent as you know, some of the pages on Facebook are, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um but, I mean, uh, on the Ukrainian side, I think some of the propaganda, like the ghost of Kiev, I can't figure out if it's real or not. You the, the fighter jet? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't figure out if it's real or not. I tried Googling, but Google only is going to give you so much. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, I use uh, I use the Brave browser. The what? The Brave browser. I either use that or DuckDuckGo. Uh, DuckDuckGo. It keeps the uh, – it doesn't, like, censor – websites like yeah, Google does. Yeah. Google like puts what they want you to see first. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, they'll straight not show you yeah. other options. Like. Yeah. They'll they don't want you to see it, they won't show you. Mm-hmm. Brave or DuckDuckGo will take care of that shit. That shit's crazy. Um yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um but I think a lot of the propaganda on the Ukrainian side's like being used to boost morale. I mean as it should you just got invaded. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like it's like it's if you have a really big house and somebody's like, yeah, this is my house now, and they try to run through your front door and you literally have to fight them out your fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> Can I you saw imagine? a video I saw a video of a dude picking a landmine up off the road. I saw that too, walking man. Walking into the woods. Yeah, what a crazy fucker. Like <laughs> I'm not touching that shit. Be honest with you. Not I'm gonna at just all. like walk around it. Not at all. I'll put like a flag a up sign or something. It. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, don't. There's step a here. landmine here. Right. But I don't like. I, I'm. I'm not suited for this. Yeah. It's um. I don't know. What are your What are your thoughts on all of it, man? I just, you know, I don't agree with war in the first place. It's uh, war. <laughs> you. What is it good for? You know, I, I I do not I do not agree with that shit. Yeah. So I just. I don't know. I think we just need to grow up and get over that shit. No reason to be threatening niggas with nukes and shit. Where do you think it goes? What do you think happens next? I'm seeing a lot of uh, countries around in uh, Europe who are not a part of NATO are now thinking about joining NATO. Yeah. Uh, so what I see happening is uh, all this uh, continental, not continental, but con- pressure from the countries uh, surrounding Russia, it, they they either have one option. Fight the world or give up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like, Putin, Putin knows that. He knows yes. he's not gonna. Yes, he's admitted it. He knows he can't take on the United States. China's not even backing him in this shit. So why would they? You know, shit's going good for China. And it here is. comes Russia, fucking stirring up mm-hmm. the entire world. You know, so I just, I just don't see them having many options. It, it's kind of like when you, when you take a toddler to Walmart and they throw a fit. They have two options. They either keep throwing a fit or they shut the fuck up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, either either Russia is like, okay, we tried. We tried it. We had our moment. It didn't work. The world's against us. 
or they continue and really bad things happen for Russia. Yeah. But my problem is Russia is really close to the U.S., you know, in particular uh, the, West, the West Coast, you yeah. know. Yeah, Alaska, but, you know, California. Uh, all, all these are really, especially f- talk about n- nuclear time. Yeah. It's, it's not. I mean, that's, I think that's the biggest worry for everybody. Yes, yes. You know, because you'll see, uh, you I see people it. on the Internet talking about, uh, like, well, the U.S. is bombing Yemen and all these places. And, yeah, we are. Have and been. people don't give as much of a fuck about that. But that Shout doesn't. Shout out Obama. Yeah. Shout out George W. Bush. That doesn't <laughs> put a put us at risk for nuclear war in the way that this does. Yeah, facts, facts, hundred percent, um, hundred percent. And nuclear war is just not something to really play around with. Um, I, I like I said, I got googled how far you have to be from a nuke to like survive the explosion, and uh, I'm pretty sure that if like a like we'd be okay. Like if they, if they targeted the arch or something, which no, I just don't see hit, that happening. They'd hit uh, uh, Scott I Air mean, Force Base. Yeah, and we're far enough away from Scott Air Force Base. But my problem is, I have family over there. Yeah, they're not, and we're still we're still pretty close. Oh, man. we would feel it for um, sure. But the jet stream is going to take the uh, radiation that way. But like the thing, or I guess for the people wondering which way that way is east. Yeah. Um. That's like the sketchiest thing is the jet stream. So something could happen in Kansas City or like Colorado mm-hmm. or something, and then the jet radiation stream comes would, this way. Yeah, bring yeah. the radiation here. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just hoping that we can move forward as a uh, world. Um, it it blows my mind that it's 2020 and the world's still so fucking disconnected from one another. Yeah. Uh, 2022. I just said 2020, dude. Where have I been the last two years? I don't know, man. Fucking shit. Yeah, it's uh. I don't know. It's it's. What, what do you think? What what do you think is gonna happen? I don't know, man. I don't. I'd like to see Russia retreat, or I'd like to see him make a deal with Ukraine. Like yeah. Ukraine doesn't join NATO. Russia's chilling. Yeah. Or but Russia the, wants land. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. But I mean, they have enough land. Uh, the thing is, they're, they're a huge country. Country's GDP is like the size of Texas, though. But uh, uh, break that down for me. So they're, uh I forget what GDP stands for, but it's basically like the amount of money circulating throughout their economy. I think okay. they only have like an economic output of Texas, so they're not a super wealthy country. Well, as much land as they have a lot of that land is uh very hard a lot of it's siberia ain't it, nobody yeah, fucking yeah. living there it's it's like snow tigers and shit like and ukraine does have a lot of resources tons um but i think i i don't know what the deal is it's kind of crazy that putin did that that's what everybody's saying they think he's like sick or something yeah i heard that he could be like on his uh just trying to do something big before he like yeah, dies like on his deathbed and you know, just trying to make it work um but i don't know i mean that's what i'd like to see if that's not what happens i don't think it's good um russia does something that makes everybody else get involved and i mean like a nuke and not even nuking like us. Like there's like anywhere, like nowhere. I mean, think about like if they if they bomb that power plant and the yeah, radiation yeah. from you know there's some sort of meltdown in the radiation yeah. from that power plant leak. That would be a major problem. Yes, for that would have everyone. Global consequences. Yes. So, so I mean, if they if they 
do that, you know, there might be some retaliation. I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly how bombing nuclear power plant works. I mean, yeah, yeah. maybe there's a way that I, I guess they fucked up the containment center around Chernobyl, so radiation's leaking out of Chernobyl at a pretty like worrying rate. Um, so I imagine if they like destroyed the biggest power plant in the world. Can only be worse. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know if it's if it's like a newer one, and yeah. they have better ways of containing that. Y'all want to come say something? You want to say something on the mic? You want to hop on the pod? Talk about Russia? You say something? Yeah, come here. You gotta come to the mic. <laughs> we have. This is the first podcast ever we've had people present while we do our podcast usually it's just me and jersey uh tonight we have a few people here with us we had that one when we were recording in the room downstairs and that girl yeah. was walking in and out yo that was so frustrating to me <laughs> <laughs> but come on let's let, let's let's keep let's keep going yeah so i just i don't know man i uh I say I'm not really a big fan of war it just seems pointless to me i don't, uh, think, any, I don't think anybody really is uh rich people people rich who people, like yeah. profit from this shit if you got like hella Lockheed Martin uh-huh. stock, I guess. But yeah, even I don't know. Like I I wish I knew more about it. Um, even because I've been keeping up with it somewhat, and I've been getting a lot of information from it. But you also got to retain that information. Yeah, which I haven't been doing well. And I mean, I don't really know enough to make too many educated statements about it. But it doesn't. It doesn't feel good, you know. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't at all. feel good. Um, and just like the ability that militaries have now to cause major destruction yeah, to, to anywhere in the world. Yeah, and as quickly as they can do it. Yeah, and cyber warfare shutting down yeah. power grids, yeah. which Anonymous is at war with fucking Russia right Dude, now. Anonymous is crazy. Anonymous always goes hard. Th- they're bro. like they're always on some shit. I, you know, I wonder though if like they're actually real or if it's just something that like like the whole anonymous thing like might not even be real i'm sure there's an underground community of hackers that oh yeah but but to put to to then to then put a face on it and and send messages to the world i almost feel like that's like too like yeah i don't know i mean how do we even confirm that they're actually exactly you know i'd heard a story about them taking over all of the uh tv networks in russia and just playing a message and footage from the war over on that tv network to the russian people i I didn't hear about that that's that's next level Uh, yeah that's and russia's now if you they took away twitter and like all the fucking uh social medias from russians and if you like say the word war in a text message mm-hmm. or speak out against the Russian agenda in any way they can put you in prison for 15 years. Holy shit. In Russia? Yeah. Oh my god, bro. It's it's just this whole thing is almost cinematic. Like it almost doesn't seem like it's really happening. It's like you, you know what I'm saying? Like that's because I mean I guess anytime something like this happens, it's probably how people feel, but like World War Two, when the Nazis were yeah. doing their thing, and people didn't like while World War Two was going on, people didn't really know too much about the Holocaust. They yeah, didn't really know what was going on. This, the the globalization that 
uh, the internet and cell phones have given us uh, is totally reinvented the way that anything can happen. Like, I mean, we're talking about this Putin shit right now. So, like, right. The, the world had to catch up to what Hitler did. He had already taken over a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before, yeah. we were like, oh, he's tripping. Like, yeah. <laughs> but nowadays, you damn near know before it even happens. Yeah, everything happens so fast now. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, you can literally get on TikTok and watch the war. Yeah, you yeah. Know? From the soldiers' perspectives, from the citizens' perspectives, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy the amount of uh, access we have just to what's out there nowadays. And and from some of those videos, the morale in the Ukraine uh, seems kind of high. Seems kind of high. Yeah. yeah, they especially. I mean, you know, the, the women and children are, uh, you know, evacuating, which is as they should as as they, that's normal. Yeah. Uh, but the men, I mean, yeah, you know, they're not happy what's going on. But like you said, they don't seem like. We're finna lose. Like Russia's coming in and doing like nah. Well, they're, they're like, yo, this is my home. They gonna finna shoot you. You come in this bitch. Uh, they're putting in work, bro. Yeah. Like, Russia. I think Putin thought this shit was gonna, it's gonna be, be over a walk in the park. Yeah. Not that. And they're really like, yeah. They're really fighting back. But I've also heard that Russia, for like reputational reasons, like they don't want. They have the ability to go into Ukraine and just boom, fuck everything boom, up boom. and kill yeah. everybody, but they don't want to do that because of the global backlash yes. that they'll get from other governments. I mean, if they did that, we would definitely, not we, the world would definitely step in. Like, they'd have to. We might not. Nah, we'd have to. We might not, though. I just, I just can't like, see us, not even just the U.S., like, not even just talking about the United States. I can't see any country coming in and just killing masses amount of innocent people and getting away with it nowadays. Hold up, because China definitely just did that to a bunch of Muslims. Well, yeah, China's been, you know, there's pretty much a Holocaust Basically going on a Holocaust in China, going on China with the yes. Uyghurs. Yes. Um, China's been doing some shit in tai- Taiwan recently, as we're all talking about this Russian shit. They've been, uh, I don't know, I guess, I don't know exactly what they're doing in twi- Taiwan, but they've stepped mm-hmm. up aggression over there, and um, it, it might just be a thing like, for everybody else's best interest, for the best interest of all the countries in NATO and whoever else has a problem with it, to keep peace in their countries, they might just, like, sacrifice Ukraine, you know? I mean, I, I just, I hope that's not how it goes. I hope that's not how it goes either. But, but. Here, here I got Kylie's finna say hi to y'all. Hello, podcast. <laughs> say say hello, still human podcast. Hello, stinky podcast. Is that that's <laughs> <laughs> look? She knew what I said, but I she, she I don't see how you could. Stinky, still human podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta get her on the episode. You, you, she'd be a great personality to be on here. Yeah, you can get on episode. Yeah, no, for real. Like like, it'd be it'd be lit. Here, take over for a little bit. We're talking about Russia. Do you have an opinion on Russia? Oh, do I have an opinion on Russia? You got to, like, so, like, hold the mic. Like this, with your finger right there, and then kind of rest your top lip on your finger. Oh, like that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep, I get it. Yep, I can hear myself. That's crazy. Nice, nice. So, do you have an opinion on Russia? Um, I mean, besides the obvious, the... It's fucked up? Yeah, the conquer and quest and all that stuff. It's pretty outdated, man. Like, I yeah. don't, they don't, you know. Does it 
Does it make you nervous at all? Does it mess with your like mood operating in daily life? Um, I don't. I'm gonna lie. I would be lying if I said that it was something that I think about like every day. Cause I'm, right. I'm an American privileged kid. I don't think right. about war. I've never even seen what war looks like. Yeah. But when I sit down and I read it, it's like really scary, and it yeah. makes me very nervous. I yeah. That's. I mean, Ukraine's fighting, and, like, they're fighting, fighting. Yeah, like, they're going hard. Do you it's, think it's, it's really going to um, be worth anything in the end? Because Russia's military is just so much bigger. See, I don't I don't know. Um, I think what I've been hearing from people who are, like, more educated on the situation than I am, Russia has the ability to, like, really fuck up Ukraine. Oh, and Absolutely. The only reason they're not doing it is because if they kill a bunch of civilians and basically, like, you know, destroy all the cities. The rest of the world will step in. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, it's definitely admirable how the Ukrainians are holding their shit down, but... Do you think it'll get pushed to nuclear force? I hope not. I because think Russia definitely told their nuclear forces to ready their arms and... Um, I just recently found out that in 96, there was some weird arms deal, like a peace treaty, where yeah. Ukraine gave all their nukes to Russia. So they have nothing Yeah. in defense It um, to happen. Well, right now, right now, Russia is battling Ukraine, like the biggest nuclear power plant in the world. And there's like a battle going on. They're like shelling it. So, like, it, to me, that seems like maybe they're trying to, like, use a nuclear bomb without using a nuclear bomb. They're like, oh, it was an accident. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, dude. Um, but I think that's everybody's main concern, and that's the reason we're all paying so much attention to this, is because of the threat of fucking nuclear, nuclear annihilation. Oh, bro. Um, I, I don't think it goes there, though. Um, you don't think it'll go there? I don't think it'll go there. I mean, obviously it's a concern, but it's such a... You know, Russia can flex, Putin can flex all he wants, but, I mean, he knows, and the people who operate the weapons know, like, if this shit goes down, it's, like, the end of everybody, you know? Um, so I think, I, I really don't I think don't that know. happens. I just don't like testing Russia's hand, just knowing the fact that, oh, obviously they wouldn't do that because the rest of the world would notice, we would be right. pissed, but... Putin's been um, viciously harassing and basically ruining Russians' lives the past, like, 20 years, bro. Like, yeah. why hasn't anyone stopped or said anything then? When journalists are thrown into jail for the rest of their lives, why doesn't anyone say anything then? Is anyone going to stop Putin? Right. I mean, if you, sp if you speak out gonna? now, if you speak out now in Russia, then they'll put you in jail for, like, 15 years. If you even, like, send a text talking out against Russia. Um, but I think that's, I mean, that's part of the reason we're not getting involved now is because, like, well, I don't think that it would, that he would resort to using a nuclear weapon. There's always that possibility. And everybody knows that there's that possibility. So uh, very hesitant to step in. Um, I think what I think happens is either, what I think happens is Russia takes Ukraine and everybody just says, fuck it, goes back to normal. Um, if he pushes further east, if he goes into Poland or tries to invade you know, any other country, I think NATO steps in, and then we have a problem. 
or because of the economic sanctions put on Russia and the Russian oligarchs, Putin gets overthrown somehow. Some kind of internal coup d'etat. And I think either way it goes, this is probably going to be a very, very groundbreaking, um, memorable event. Yeah, I mean, it's going to change... It's going to change the geopolitical structure of the world forever. You know, we're kind of in a new, like... Oh, bro. We're kind of entering a new epoch in that sense. Like, there's pre-Russia invading Ukraine and post. Because oh. even if, even if like, Putin were to stop right now... Right. And every... You know, all the Russians go back to Russia and shit just goes on how it was. People aren't going to forget those sanctions have already crippled the Russian economy. And a lot of people are going to be mad at Putin. He's public enemy number one right now, pretty much anywhere you go in the world. Um, and when you change the structure of a country like Russia, a country that has that much influence, it, the world changes as a whole. The entire, you know, geopolitical structure of the world changes. So, I mean, it's a big deal for sure. It is. Oh, <laughs> dude, have you seen... Um anonymous's videos since like mm -hmm. this war i guess has started yeah they're talking um i guess they hacked the russian uh like all the channels in russia all the television channels in russia and they've been putting like a message on on there talking about what's actually going down in the ukraine because the russians don't exactly know because mm -hmm. it's all been you know putin basically told the russians like Propaganda yeah, bullshit. Yeah, we're just going in there to keep the peace, mm -hmm. and you know we're being welcomed with open arms, and uh, it's definitely not what's going on. I don't know, I don't know if it's actually happening or not. I mean, Echo, we're just talking about that. Like, if the not anonymous anonymous stuff um, is like actually happening, or if it's just people making videos and saying that it's happening. No, Anonymous has most definitely been a very influential group for a very long time. I have no doubt that these videos are actually being posted. They almost always step in when something this major goes down. Right. Um, it's just kind of nerve-wracking because um, the thing about Anonymous is they don't pick and choose who they put in the limelight. They don't pick and choose. They're not biased. They're not Republican. They're mm -hmm. not Democratic. So I had seen something kind of saying that if the United States does not step in or make um, a move in this war that they are going to be leaking um, government official files, basically. Wow. Yeah. So it was basically like a Joe Biden, like you're either going to make a move in the next 30 days or we're airing it. Really? I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, that's and nuts. Th that's, the, that's the part that really freaks me out the most about Anonymous is because they are so... Um, powerful they're literally the most powerful hackers in the world yeah um, the media is not going to push what they have to say the media doesn't want us to know what they know you know what i'm saying right so, so you're never going to see it in the news you're not going to see it on snapchat news instagram right. news like you have to go look for these things yourself so even if they were to leak something we wouldn't necessarily hear about it unless they somehow took over American media. Like WikiLeaks or something. Like yeah. That was a huge, like, okay, yeah, everything, it's out, it's there. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the works of Anonymous as well. Um, Are you talking about, like, WikiLeaks, like, just the site as a whole, or is there, like, yeah. a specific leak? No, the site as a whole, because it was okay. kind of like a holy shit, like, this is, like, our 
a black book for all the things we're not supposed to know. Right, <laughs> right. So um, I'm definitely very excited to see what the tech world does with this war, I guess. I've been, I've been kind of impressed with some companies I'm not very fond of um, lately because of how they're handling it. You know, they're pulling out of Russia. They're mm-hmm. I mean, they're losing money. It's very rarely do you see a corporation, a major corporation, make a move that they know will lose them money. Um, so, I mean, it's it's been cool to see some of that. Um, I did see Anonymous threaten Putin, basically telling him, this is your last chance to pull out or we're going to shut down your power grids. We're going to empty out all your bank accounts, which, I mean, the ruble's not really worth much now anyway. But um, That's insane. Imagine living there and this shit's happening, you know, because the Russian people don't want this. Mm-hmm. Imagine living there and all your money's gone. Yeah, bro. I was I was watching. I saw this video of like the Russian people and like uh, they were all like lined up around a corner store to get to an ATM to try to pull their money out. Yeah. And I just felt so bad. They've I felt been so bad. They've been buying electronics because electronics hold their value. So, like, if you were to buy a laptop for $600, you would be able to sell that laptop for the equivalent of $600 adjusted for whatever the inflation was due to the sanctions. Um, I'm interested in seeing, I don't know if interested in seeing is the right way to put it, but interested in seeing what happens, like, what affect the uh internally well internally and what affect the the collapse of the russian economy has on the rest of the world because we're already seeing any gas prices are pretty high anyway but we're seeing them we're seeing them go up i think it's 350 here out in california it's over five bucks um which i don't think during bush when all the gas prices went up i don't think they got to five bucks out in california um there's kind of an energy crisis because a lot of Europe's dependent on Russia for energy. Um, we get some oil and petroleum from over there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be crazy to see. You know, it definitely, like, affects everybody. Absolutely. That was something that I have thought about a lot over the past few years is how big globalization has really changed them. The, the structure of the human condition and the past two world wars are really all major wars. We weren't as globalized. Someone in Russia could not directly communicate to someone fucking America. But right. we all get to see what's happening. We all get to make our own opinions of it. And we're so globalized now that the effects across the world will domino effect into our own countries. Yeah. But people are failing to realize this because in America they want they don't they don't talk about anything but america so american kids are probably super um ignorant to what's really going on and how this is really going to affect the entire world i think it's it's hard to tell because americans do kind of have like a trademark arrogance to them um maybe even you could say it's an ignorance um i think we're desensitized to a lot of things i think i think since since the rise of social media i think i don't think we're the only country that has citizens that are really like desensitized to things but in america you'll see you know there's this horrible war going down and because we're bombing places like yemen 
and Somalia people say, well, what's going on in Ukraine doesn't matter because we're doing this. And mm. it's it's not like it's not a very emotionally intelligent thing to say. Like, no. obviously, we shouldn't be in Yemen and Somalia doing whatever the fuck we're doing over there. But like, this is also still bad. You I know? think that it's very easy for American Americans, period, to make these sort of statements because we don't know the reality of the things that we're talking about. No, we um we have no clue what the effects of these things look like, so we make jokes about them. Right. We don't right. know. Yeah, we um we have it pretty good over here, and I think you know I I complain about America. Oh, Obviously, every day. we every have day. our fucking problems, but if I could only pick one country to live in. If I had the choice to live in any country I wanted, I'd probably pick here. I'd probably pick here, but that comes with its downfalls. Um, I think, I don't know if I'd say, like, weaker people, but I I think people who are just, like, if somebody invaded us, I don't think we'd react in the way that Ukrainians did oh, to Russia invading absolutely them. Absolutely not. There would be pure panic, chaos, um, we'd be looting stores and absolutely. you know killing each other for sure. It would basically be like ah anarchy finally what we've been waiting for. But there they're kind of all teaming together as a collective to fight for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it was kind of like it, it was almost, badass. It almost seemed like an unspoken thing. You know, it was just like assumed. Like all right, we're all gonna get together and fight. And it's interesting. You see pages like Occupy Democrats talk about uh like praising the government for giving the Ukrainians weapons and then you'll also see him like say how Americans shouldn't have weapons and even like this is true I mean the American media right now is pretty united in the sense that it's fuck Russia but you even still see that kind of hypocrisy within it and I think that's another uh it's like this in a lot of countries too, but America, especially corporate media, is so politicized, and there's two sides of it, and it creates a lot of division. So when some shit goes down, it, we're not in sync with each other. But also, I mean, you gotta wonder if some shit did go down. Like, do you think that would go out the window? Do you think like something happening, like an invasion of the country? would make us realize that, like, oh, all these differences we're having are fucking ridiculous. Let's band together Absolutely and take not. care of this shit. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Because even in, uh, I don't know if you, I, don't quote me on this, but I've seen footage of people trying to flee Ukraine, Ukraine, and there were African people, you know, black people trying to leave, and yeah. they were being very, very... Um, Racist. Racist and a <laughs> for the lack of better words, just racist. Um, and that's in Ukraine. So if you think about how divided and how many different ways America is divided, if something like that were to happen, I think that would just give us all more so of a push to be like, Oh no, fuck those guys, we gotta take care of these people. Yeah, we gotta take care we of gotta ourselves. We gotta take care of ourselves. Fuck this other group. I, there's way too many different slices of pie right. here for us to be like, Oh, well, we're about to die, let's just work together. Yeah, I, I think um I think that'll happen. Well referring referring to that uh the Ukrainians like keeping the black people off the trains. I don't know if those videos are real or not. Um that's, that's why I said take it with a grain yeah, of salt. Yeah, that's it's why all the, on the that's media. like the thing about this especially, you know, pretty much every time something happens now, but especially with this it's kind of hard to decipher real from fake. Um but 
what I heard was that their justification for it was the Ukrainian government told all of the uh, people who weren't Ukrainian citizens to get the fuck out, like, long before this shit ever started. Like, when they when they kind of saw it coming, you know, and, like, the weeks leading up to it, they were like, all right, everybody who isn't a Ukrainian needs to get the fuck out. And then... Hmm? I see that. This? Yeah. Yeah. So they need to get the fuck out. Yeah, so... And I don't think there are a lot of black people that are native to Ukraine. Um, so it's a possibility that they were like immigrants or something. Mm. And or maybe not even immigrants, just people visiting or you know, whatever the fuck was going on. And that by the time the uh, when those videos were shot, Ukraine had been invaded and the Ukrainians were evacuating at that point. So their justification for it was like, yo, we told you to get out weeks ago. Like, fuck you, we need this room for us on this train. Um, I don't I don't know if that makes it any better or not. Um, I think in a situation like that, whoever's there that's trying to go just needs to be allowed to go. Um, but, I mean, I could see people forget Europe's racist, too. Um, in a lot of ways, Europe's more racist than we are. Um, and I think Ukraine especially might be an area where that's a thing. Um, I'm not sure. This I'd is true. Unfortunate news. Yeah. It's very true. Um, and that's kind of, I don't think that means that, like, fuck them, just let them fall to Russia. Um, I'm sure, you know, it's like it is over here. Not everybody is racist. Maybe it's even, I think, in America, at least in at least in this part of America and most of the Midwest and or at least in like major population centers, I think it's safe to say that most people probably aren't racist. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. What was what was the point you made after you brought that up? Do you remember? Oh no, okay, so um you were saying how Americans wouldn't come together if something like that happened. Um Ronald Reagan made a speech about aliens invading Earth. And the point that he made in this speech was like, if aliens invaded, then we would all forget our differences, you know, in the snap of a finger and come together and fight these aliens. Uh, would you agree with that statement? See, like I said, there's America is just there's two there's so many opinions and so many ideas and so many right. people. Um, I think for the most part, maybe, but there is also a lot of forward thinking people that if aliens fucking came in, they would probably want to fucking leave with the aliens. I'd probably they be would, one of those people. They would probably be, be like, wait, there's a there's a scientific opportunity here that we've never had before. Or wait, we, you, there would just be so many people saying so many different things. I don't think, I think maybe it could come down to the size of America versus the size of Ukraine. Um, I don't really know what it is, but America is just very full of uh, <laughs> unique ideas yeah i guess and i don't think it's enough to the point sort where sort of like fringe ideologies yes and i think that um a big reason why that is so is because in america everybody 
because we have our freedom of speech and freedom of knowledge and freedom of everything, people have a very hard time admitting when they're just blatantly ignorant. Yeah. People feel like yeah, they have sure. to have an opinion on something yep. all the time, even if yep. they don't have the information to have an opinion on it. And I feel like we're seeing that with the war. We're seeing that with racism. We're seeing that with politics. We see it everywhere. Just empty opinions. I agree. I agree. Um, so I think if somebody invaded America, the first problem you'd have is just encouraging everybody to fight. Sure. I think there might be like a certain laziness to us, like, oh, the, these guys will do it, you know? Um, I, another thing about America, though, is like you do have those fringe ideologies, and you get on Facebook and you see oh, families dude. splitting in half over some you know, political post, and, it, you know, especially since... Um, it was posted by BuzzFeed. Yeah, I think <laughs> shit really, like, kind of ramped up a little bit when Obama was in office, but when Trump was running and social media was in full swing, I think that we saw polarization of the country that was unprecedented. Um, I mean, it's hard to say, Um you know, the Vietnam, there was a lot of division in the country. The Civil War, obviously, the country fucking fought each other. Um, but, you know, my dad, my dad's like 63, 64. And how old is my dad? Hold on, I know this isn't relevant. Yeah, he's 64. He's going to be 65, his old ass. Um, so he he was born in 1957. Um, he grew up, Vietnam was going on. Um he wasn't, like, grown yet, but he was alive for the civil rights movement. And he says it's basically been the most divisive point of his lifetime. Um, so, I mean, that's really my only reference for it. But I think what we forget is that the majority of people aren't on the fringes of the political spectrum. The majority of people... I, the people who are on those fringes are very loud. They make a lot of noise and they gather a lot of attention. Makes you think that it's a lot bigger than it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, I think you know, in hard times, like you remember when COVID first started, like the first two or three days of it, maybe mm -hmm. we were kind of. We were kind of like buckling down and just kind of like supporting each other, you know. Um, you might have, you know, seen the odd post about masks and whatnot and lockdowns, but for the most part, nobody knew what was going on and everybody was scared and we all just kind of, you know, came together a little bit. Um, so I don't know. I think if some really serious shit went down, I don't know. I know me and my people are going to ride together on it. You know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. Yeah, but even still, when that COVID shit hit, there were so many people that were like, oh, science isn't real. Oh, yeah. I don't never heard of the word science in my life. Oh, and yeah. I mean, like it, didn't, it didn't take <laughs> long. It didn't take long. But there was a brief period to me where it seemed like people were kind of coming together a little bit. Like a day or two. Literally like a day or two. But after 9-11, the country really united a lot. And then... Don't get me started on 9-11. Go for it. You you want to talk about 9/11? Let's talk about it. 
Let's talk about how how if an airplane hits the Pentagon, there's gonna be fucking airplane parts at the Pentagon. They didn't find any airplane parts at the Pentagon. Not a single airplane part at the Pentagon. Why? They didn't find any in that field in Pennsylvania. Because it wasn't an airplane. (laughs) It was a missile. Missiles do that. Missiles hit and explode. (gasps) Whoa. Because they were running testings for things like 9-11 for like years before that. Because it was signed off. Oh, come on. Come on. We can talk about 9-11. So are you you one of the – do you think like – do you think it was a hologram that hit the World Trade Center, or do you no, think those no. are planes? Those it, are planes. Uh, no, nah, I mean, yeah, planes hit the World Trade Center. Yeah, that's not what made so, it fall. Yeah. Um, um, what made it fall was definitely a uh, planned demolition. Buildings don't fall at free fall speed because of jet fuel. That's facts. See, I don't... That's facts. I've heard people argue that with science that I don't understand, and I've heard people argue that argument with science that I don't understand. So we so, can Google... A lot of cases where buildings have been hit by planes, and they don't fall at free fall speed. That's just facts. It literally fell like there was nothing supporting it because the supports were destroyed. Anybody who worked in a building can tell you, before it fell, there were explosions all throughout the building. There's been so many documented cases of people saying there were explosions all throughout the building. Why would there be um, – what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it phosphate? No. Um, phos- phosphorus. There was phosphorus uh, burns across the um, – what do you call them? The beams that hold the fucking building up. The only reason you do that is a fucking demolition. Oh, so, so you, you looked into this too? Cap. So it's it's it just it just why before nine eleven fell they wouldn't let people go in the basement and, and do their job why why before nine eleven like it's it's just so many things that there's, don't add up yeah, with nine eleven there's there's a lot of sketchy shit regarding nine eleven not just the twin towers the Pentagon story doesn't make any fucking sense once again if an airplane hits there's airplane parts yeah yeah simple as that. The video, the only video they have of it's weird too. Yeah, it's from a traffic cam across the street, and it's not an airplane. Um, building yes, seven. Um, building seven, and building seven fell in a weird ass way too. Yeah, and apparently there was like a bunch of government documents in building seven, and. And right, I, I don't want motherfuckers thinking like I'm just a big conspiracy theory. It's just when, when things don't make that, if it don't add up, it's a fucking reason. And two plus two don't equal fucking five, nigga. What like, was it like a day or two before nine eleven? There was this huge meeting in Congress about two or three trillion dollars that was just missing. Yeah, from I the mean, U.S. economy. Why were all our fucking fighter jets not in fucking? Able to respond during. Weren't they doing Dude, an exercise preparing, preparing for, for something just like yes, yeah. yes? Come on now, that don't even make no fucking sense. There was um, what's the what's the operation that Kennedy vetoed? Uh, I don't know was the name of it. Northwoods. I, I think it was Northwoods. I think it was Northwoods because Golf of Tonkin was the one that they actually did. I think it was Northwoods, but the when. The CIA was planning on, and the CIA was planning on uh, doing that false flag 
invasion that would justify us, or that false flag event that would justify us invading Cuba, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the thing that they were going to do was hijack planes and use yeah. them as weapons. And this, I don't know if you looked, remember the the bus that exploded in England? There's been a few of them. So, so they were, they were. This is the exact same thing that happened during 9/11. They were running a test for what would happen if a terrorist were to blow up buses in England, and as they're running that test, it happened. Strange. You know what I'm Strange. saying? Like it's it's just things. I don't really believe in coincidences. Um, I think things that happen happened for a reason. There's a lot of things that are strange about 9/11 that you know we don't really know about. Um, we can't really say are definitive facts, right? But what we can say are definitive facts is what happened after 9-11. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we can say that 15 of the 19 hijackers were Saudi Arabian. Yeah. Uh, Afghani or... I, or FBI agents. Iraqian? <laughs> Iraqi? Osama bin Laden was an FBI agent. Osa- no, Osama bin Laden used to be a CIA asset. CIA, facts, facts. Um, he used fault. to be a CIA Sorry, asset yeah. when the uh, Mujahideen Russian conflict was going down in Afghanistan. Yep, yep. And we supplied Osama bin Laden Come with weapons now. to help Come fight on the now. Russians. And Come he on was, now. He was a CIA, legit CIA asset. Come we on, worked man. with the guy. Let's, let's tell him something. Because I, I, I would like to believe that 9-11 was an outside job, that we didn't purposely kill our own people. I would love to believe that. But when you just look at the history of the United States and look at the facts from 9-11, it does not add up. It's awfully suspicious, it's man. Awfully it's awfully suspicious. It's awfully suspicious. But and what I do know is there were no WNDs in Iraq. And I do know yes. that Dick Cheney, the vice president at the time, who retired from Halliburton so he could become vice president, took a severance package when he retired from Halliburton. Um, it gave him X amount of stock. And... I don't know, let's just say fucking a million shares of stock. And we went into Iraq, fucked up the entire country. Yep. Halliburton. Killed their leader, put put someone we liked in charge. And it's still a fucking mess over yes. there. Um, Halliburton got a no big contract to rebuild Iraq mm. after the war. And Dick Cheney probably made a lot of money off of that. Oh, man. Tons. Millions, 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 bro. That's why, like, like I said, I I don't want to be one of those people. Like, nine eleven. Like, I I don't I don't even like people like that. Like, but it's it's just really when you really look at what happened, it just does not make sense. And I've it's, been to Ground Zero. I've I've been there. I've I've felt the sadness in the area. I've I've talked to people in New York who who lived through this thing. Um, it's it's not something that you know you want to even bring up. Because it has a lot of traumatic pain around it. You know, like, my dad was in the Pentagon when it got fucking hit, bro. Was he my really? My dad was in the fucking Pentagon. What the fuck? So it's like, he lost friends during this. Like, they died. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not something that people want to speak on. But when you look at what fucking happened, it does not add up. And if you take two and you add two, it's always going to equal four. If it equals five, it don't add up. Don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so there's um, it's suspicious. You know, I think there's this thing that I can't really talk about. Like, I can't really talk about the conspiracies behind 9/11. Like, I know exactly what happened, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna also talk about 9/11. Like, it's exactly what they told us. I'm not Probably gonna say. I'm not gonna say 
anything definitive happened, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know the ah, facts, but it's suspicious. Can't put a thumb on it. Yeah, it's suspicious. Yeah, suspicious. It's suspicious. And things like that. <laughs> those are things that don't have room for suspicion. You know what I'm saying? Like when there's mass losses of lives, especially lives of people that you know within your your own country, you don't have a room for. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was that. Maybe it was no. Like. What the fuck happened? Nigga? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. The um, it's like the Kennedy assassination. You know, a, lo- a lot of the documents that they put out on it are still redacted. Kennedy was they killed still, by the CIA. They, it's. <laughs> I just thrown that out there. Fifty nine years ago, almost sixty years ago, and they so it's about Marley. still won't release the documents on it. Yeah, bro. So uh, Kennedy was so what he. Before he died, he said he was gonna try to um. What's, let me try to think this correctly. Uh, what what do they call those things like the uh, the secret institutes? Um, deep state, the, so he, secret he, societies. Secret societies. He he went on air and said he was gonna expose the secret societies of the world. Yeah, you cannot do that, especially not back then. And I think he on, did man. that. They killed him in front of the whole world. I think he put did it on that TV after he was presented with Operation yes. Northwoods. Yes. And and they put him on TV and blew his fucking brains out to let you know if if you speak up, this is an example. You know, a lot of people. This is something I learned recently. A lot of people think that people watch that live. That video video of him being shot wasn't released until the eighties. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. So I mean. People actually didn't see him get shot. I don't think. That's crazy. I mean, people saw it him. It might get just shot. be. It might <laughs> just be. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. It I know might what you're just saying. be <laughs> the Zapruder film that they were talking about, uh-huh. and that there was some kind of like live television airing of of that event. But I'm pretty sure nobody saw it on film until the 80s. It's it's just so crazy, and like that's not the JFK thing don't add up. You know what I mean? Like when things don't add up, it's a reason, bro. I'm just I'm just I'm a big believer in. Make it make sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if if I come and kick you in the balls, your balls better hurt. Well, one of those things like 9-11, the country was so affected by it. It was mm-hmm. such a huge tragedy. you got to be very transparent with the people about what went down. And beyond the tragedy, that's when the United States government really got the ability to go behind our backs yeah. and dig into our information. Yeah, that's when they um that's I mean they, that's, took, I they mean, used that to justify the Patriot Act. And yes. now they can they can detain you without a warrant. Without a warrant. Without you're probable a cause. Yes. And they can detain you indefinitely. Yes. Yes, bro. You Keep can you, you can be locked in a cage were. and and not exist anymore. They can read it's terrifying. your text, they can access yes. your webcam. Yes. Anything. I, I my family, uh, oh my god, I talked to my dad on here, didn't I? So what? Did I just talk about my dad on here? Yeah, he was I'm in the not Pentagon. supposed to do that. Anyway, um, I have people in the uh, military who who will literally, if they buy a computer, they put stickers over the cameras, so they can't be accessed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just this shit's real, bro. Like yeah, this is real, and it, it's 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 terrifying the the access they have to our personal lives. And I mean, you got to think like guys like me and you. I mean, they're probably not probably not worried about us. You know, if I'm I if mean, I'm beating my meat, they're probably I'm, not watching me, right? I'm pretty sure I'm a high risk citizen. I'm being serious, like because of where I was born, who I am, what my what my 
people do yeah, in, the, yeah. in the government. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 Maybe. pretty sure I'm I've been watched my entire life. I've actually I've been, I've been told that I've been watched my entire life. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'm probably good. Yeah, probably but, good. But you yeah. hang out with me. So yeah, I wouldn't so doubt maybe it if somebody not. looked into you, bro. Maybe not. And like, I, I'm not gonna talk too deep about that. It's something that we can talk about off air. But I'm just, I, I'm pretty sure everyone around me has some level of surveillance. Surveillance, yeah. Not, not on some like, wow. Oh, I'm so important because I'm, I'm not shit, bro. But like, just being honest, like, yeah, shit's weird. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> like but, I can tell you for a fact, aliens are real, and our government deals with them. I believe it. And it's not just one species. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. If you look at the math behind it, it's mathematically almost impossible for there not to be other species on in the universe. Well, yeah. I mean, in the universe, for sure. I, I have no doubt that there's other intelligent life yes. out there. And um, on the timeline of our universe, it's almost illogical to assume that they wouldn't be more advanced than us. It's illogical. There's, there's too many planets that can support life that have been around for billions of years. Even just in our own galaxy. Exactly, bro. Come on, man. I be trying to tell people this, and they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. I'm like, yo, you're tripping. Do the math. Yeah, it's um. I believe they're out there. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if we've been contacted by them. Um, I mean, it's either UFOs are either that or some kind of secret government technology. We recovered them in Roswell. We, we've been treading. We've been in contact way before that. Humans in general, but. Roswell was a big turning point in our U.S. government. Uh, it came got, out in the news, too. Oh, Roswell was... For the fact that it's been, what, 80 to 100 years since then? 47. So 80 so, years? Yeah. Damn near? 75. They've had plenty of time to let us kind of forget. Right. Uh, but anybody who was in New Mexico during that time, uh, lived in that area, they could they could tell you. Uh, you ever heard the Bob Lazar story? Yes. I think we watched I'm, the documentary. I'm pretty caught up on Bob Lazar, yeah. Yeah, Bob Lazar's fucking that's a crazy story, man. That's a crazy story. Dude, yeah. Hey, so so let's let's jot this let's have a whole episode dedicated to sp- just conspiracy. Cuz we can we can really get deep in that, bro. Get deep in like, it. Like I'm like listening. we touched surface. Nah, we 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 got we got other topics to hit tonight. We are right. surface level conspiracy right now. All right. Surface level. All right. We haven't even talked about like the the brainwashing that goes on. We've definitely talked about it before on surface here. level. Surface level, yeah, um, yeah. We can we can do that. Oh yeah, I'll work that up for the next one. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention the milestone episode ten of the Still Human episode podcast. 10. By the way, can I get an applause? Thank you, thank you very much. We were hoping you episode would clap as well. Episode fucking ten. This is this is beautiful. We've had nine episodes, and then this is the tenth. Yeah. So yeah, this is beautiful. I'm I'm proud of Ten us. Ten episodes, I'm proud man. Of you. Still keeping it strong. Tu es muy bonita. Tu hablas español, sí. Did you just call me pretty? Yes. Sí. Tu es muy bonita. Sí. Thank you. Gracias. I mean, de nada. <laughs> <laughs> so so all the cooks in my fucking kitchen at work are like Hispanic. Right. And they're trying to teach me how to speak Spanish. Uh, I got kicked out of Spanish my freshman year of high school. My teacher said, say, como te llama? I looked at her, I said, yo, mama. And it, and it kicked me out. And it wouldn't let me come back. It kicked class. me out of the whole class? Yeah, it wouldn't let me come back. I, I had, take advisory. You didn't have Senior uh, L. Frank. Oh, uh, yeah. Pelacus, yeah. I had Senior L. Frank. L. Frank was cool. We did a whole skit. We did a whole skit where, you know, Logan Orton? Yes. So, 
was me, him, I think Chris Carducci in the group, and a couple, a couple Carducci. other people. Carducci. You know Carducci? Carducci. Yeah. I, I just like his last name. He's he's a cool dude. I played baseball with him. Um, Black guy? Nah, nah. Yeah, Carducci. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really. That's a fun name to say. It is, he's yeah, a cool dude. Uh, Mr. Carducci? Cool dude. Calling Mr. Carducci? So anyway, <laughs> we did this skit, and we just, basically the assignment was do a skit in Spanish. So our skit was me giving birth to Logan. <laughs> So we got, I got up on a table and I had like, we had like a fucking cloth over the table and he was going to pop out under the cloth. So we did the whole giving birth scene. I was up like this on the table, like, ay, ay, ay. I said that today to one of my cooks. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> and then he pops out and the way you say pineapple in Spanish is piñas. Sounds kind of like penis. Yeah. So he had this fake pineapple and he pops out and he's like, Hola, me llamo Logan, me gusta piñas. <laughs> that was the skit. I'm weak. That was the skit. It was pretty That's good. Great. That's great. It was pretty good. Dude, um, did that make you happy? Yeah, yeah. Me, I, dude, I love skits. Bro. Yeah? I love doing like class presentations and shit. It was like my favorite thing to do in school because I'd, I'd treat it like a fucking like stand-up routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you'd be good at stand-up if you... You'd have to like almost censor yourself. Not not so much because like you know you can be pretty brutal with stand up, but like you can be as brutal as you want with stand up. The yes hardest and part no. is being clever with it. But you're already clever. It's really hard to write jokes, man. It is. I've tried it, it before. It's really fucking hard. It's very difficult. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it one day. I think you'd be good. I, I would laugh at your jokes. I'll definitely. If, 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 I've been to stand-up shows before where nobody laughs, and it's like, come on, just giggle. I uh, one second. Pause this real quick. Take a break. Welcome back to the Still Human Podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about what we were talking about before, so we are going to talk about how <laughs> the world's so crazy, um, especially <laughs> with all this Russian shit going on. Um, it's but it's. Getting go ahead, better. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting better. But like, um, if you just watch the news, you would think it's getting worse. So, so it's it's kind of more complicated than that because oh, it's yeah. getting better than like it was in fifteen fucking ninety two. Right, but right. If you look back to five six years ago, okay, I see what you're saying. Like short term, seven eight years ago, mm-hmm. short term, it seems to be getting worse. I see what you're saying. I I, I can't say I necessarily agree. Uh, crime is. This is constantly getting lower. No, crime, um, well, crime right now is turning up. Depends it, it, where you're in at. In certain areas, yeah. It's Globally, it's decreasing. Okay, okay. Um, if you're in California right now, watch the fuck out. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> for sure. It, it, it's definitely not uh, the same everywhere you go. But globally, we, we are decreasing in crime. We're, we're decreasing in lots of things that people would want to decrease in as, as a people. Uh, we are increasing in some things you don't want to increase in. Um, like inflation, um, uh, <laughs> threat or nuclear annihilation. Nuclear annihilation. That's but that's a scary reality. But you know, we just talked about that for a while. All that other shit doesn't matter if, if that. <laughs> yeah, facts. You know? let's, let's, but let's let's you know what we had some things that we wanted to hit today. Let's let's hit them. Uh, I so think. some of the crazy things that are going on in the world right now that yeah. might make it seem like the world's just getting worse and worse, and worse and worse and worse. Besides in Russia. Um. So there's this jet 
blue pilot that was removed from a plane because he was under the influence of alcohol. Blood alcohol content point four. That's way higher than when I got arrested for my DUI. Point four is over four times the legal limit. I was at a one eight, which is, which is also very over the legal it's, limit. It's, uh, and it's I also was very drunk. I was drunk, very drunk. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was there. I wasn't a point four, but I was <laughs> I was definitely I was definitely drunk, bro. That's like whip it out and piss on the floor drunk. Yeah, that's point yeah. Four, I was intoxicated. Point four, point four, you're blacked out. Yeah, you don't know what the fuck's going that's on. That's damn near alcohol poisoning. Yeah, like, that's damn near yeah. fatal. I mean, point anything over I damn near say one. You are really drunk. Like you're drunk as fuck. For sure, for sure. Uh, um, so I I think it'd be it'd be point one eight instead of one point eight, right? Because one yeah, percent, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think point zero eight is that kind of. Do you think that's kind of high for the legal limit? Do you think it should be lower than that? That's a hard question. Um, I think it depends on the person. Because, bro, if I drink, if I drink four beers, I'm, I'm lit. Legally, if I drink, I'm not a big guy. Uh, I'm not gonna disclose exactly what I am, but I'm not a big guy. Uh, legally, if I drink a couple of beers, two to three. I'm I'm beyond the limit. Okay, so yeah, I guess it depends on how big you are. I don't I mean, not even that. It, it it's a lot deeper than that. Your nationality. Uh how fast you drink, basically just how fast you process it. Yes. It's it's it's, it's which has a lot of factors to it. So it's it's just um do I think that point uh 08 is is a pretty high level for intoxication legally? Yeah. I do, cause at point oh eight, you're definitely drunk. Yeah, like definitely. See, with me, I have I have a low tolerance, cause I rarely ever drink. But when uh-huh. when I drink regularly, which I used to do, like I shotgun to four loco once. I remember it used to be turned, bro. I don't think you were there for that. I wasn't there for that, but I've never been there for you, you being turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, As you have for I. Yeah, for sure. I was think, man. I was thinking about doing it tonight. Turn it up. Yeah, cause. I, last night I was kind of getting a, a hankering for it, and then I woke up today and I was like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." Um, so yeah, I mean, this this pilot was fucking zooted out of his mind. Um, now I want you to imagine getting on a plane and okay. getting on, on a plane. plane. You're going. Where do you want to go? Um, Japan. All right, getting on a plane, getting ready to go to Japan. You're all okay. excited. Yep. About to Got my indulge in. in some anime culture. Oh, yeah. You know, about to watch some street races or whatever yes. the fuck. Hell, yeah. And Gonna buy some panties out the fucking The pilot machine. gets on the intercom, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, what's up, motherfuckers? We about to go to Japan in this bitch. In this, in this bitch. I damn near would feel more comfortable. <laughs> Why is, why is that? Because if I was a pilot, that's exactly how I talk. Hey, motherfuckers. But like, he's, he's slurring. He's obviously drunk. He's intoxicated. Very intoxicated. And then so, he's like, he's like we about to go to Japan. I'm probably going to be honest with you. I'm probably going to hop in some pussy in Japan because me and my wife going <laughs> through it. She, she treats me like shit. <laughs> Look, the only reason I wouldn't be too worried is because me personally, this, is, this isn't everybody doesn't have my inside planes mostly fly themselves that's the only reason i wouldn't be too worried he has a co-pilot exactly 
he's not by he, himself. What but with like, that being said, though, do I want my pilot to be intoxicated? Now let's let's switch the question up. Do I do I want my driver of my Uber to be intoxicated? Probably not. You get what I'm saying? No. And, and and no chances do I want anybody with my life on the line to be intoxicated. No. Yeah, that would be that would be. Imagine he just kills over and he hits the fucking whatever they use mm-hmm. to control the altitude, and you just you just start nosediving. <laughs> he pulls up and he's like, well, sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, yeet. That'd be what? Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I'm not cool with that at all. Um, I definitely feel like certain jobs, uh, pilots, doctors, um, surgeons. Um, truck drivers. Truck drivers. There's certain jobs where you, you, you don't have a lot of uh, room for mistakes. Um, lives run on the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. If I'm, I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a, I work at a restaurant right now. If I, if I ring your fucking food in and you didn't want mushrooms and there's mushrooms on your fucking food, okay. Not a big deal. Too big, too too bad. Unless you're like shit. allergic, allergic to them. Which is a whole different situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're allergic to mushrooms and I ring your shit mushrooms in, don't fucking eat it. Yeah. That would suck if you were allergic to shrooms, bro. Yeah, it would. Yo. That would really suck. So, the other crazy-ass thing I wanted to talk about was this man in New York City. Yeah. Being arrested for smearing feces. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. But spare feces on people. On a woman's face. That's disgusting. In the New York City subway. Would you... Is that a crime... Worth shooting at somebody over? I'd say yes. Just so we know, I'd say yes. Yeah. Man, maybe. I mean, if you if you have if you have a gun and somebody's coming at you with shit on their hand, shit on their hand, crazy literal look in their shit. eye, you're gonna feel really fucking threatened. And you know, beyond the threatened, I you could have diseases. You could. Your shit could hold diseases. You could. I'm going to kill you. I think that's self-defense. I think it's self-defense. Can't carry a gun in New York City, so. Really? Yeah. So, for all the listeners who don't know, we're in Missouri. In Missouri, it's open carry. If you call me crazy, I'm going to kill you. Sorry. Yeah, Not don't sorry. Try to rub shit on my face. You um, will die. So, what would. Or at least get shot. You might not die, but you're going to get shot. What would you do, say, <laughs> say, you don't have your, say you don't have your gun on you and okay. it happens. Okay. And you just get shit on your face. What's your. What we're are fighting. you doing afterwards? I, I, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm talking to about put a foot in your mouth. The cleanup pro cuz I mean cleanup. If a guy has if a guy has shit all over his hands, yes. bro, are you really going to go for hand-to-hand combat? If you've already put it on me. If he's yes. already got it. Okay. If you've already put it on me, I'm going to whoop your fucking ass. Like okay. I, I, I'm you're going to have to like I don't even care how big you are. You're going to beat you're going to have to beat my ass. Cause you put shit on me. Like everything in my body at that point in time, I can't speak on other people, but everything in my body at that point in time is screaming cause physical pain. Okay. Okay, so you've caused the physical pain. Fight's over. Okay. You're at the Metrolink station, and you got this shit all over you. What's my next move? What's your next move? Am I in St. Louis? Yeah, sure. I'm going home and showering, for sure. Like, I, I, I just, there's no, whatever I had planned is, is no longer planned. I'm going home and taking a shower. What? kind of cleaning products are you using oh, in the shower? I mean, I'm just going to apply uh, Lince and Rather. Lince, whoa, I said that wrong. Rinse and Lather? L- what, what's the word I'm looking for? Lince, rinse and... I think Lather. Is it Lather? I think so. 
Yeah. Um, then I'm definitely going to just go home and shower like three or four times. Um, I'm going to probably scrub myself until I bleed. Um, it's, it's just disgusting. Like, like there's, there's certain things that people can't do to you. Imagine it seeps into your pores. Dude, you like, got like I'm gonna hurt you. Shit in the pores under your nose. That'd be pretty fucking gnarly, man. Kylie, come here. Be pretty fucking. Gnarly. If you're riding the Metrolink, and a crackhead comes up to you with shit on his fucking hand, and tries to smear it on you, what's your next move? She said she would kill him. Okay. So uh, honestly, that's basically that's what I said. Uh, I, I said it, I said I would shoot him. I'm, g- I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, basalts, crack, heroin. That is the most nasty. That is the most nasty shit you could ever do to somebody in your fucking life. And if you even got within five, ten, fifty feet of me with fucking shit on your hand, intentionally trying to rub it on you. And you're trying to rub it on me? First of all, if someone gets in my face a little too close, I might just hit you in the face. So at you know, at that point Do you think that's do you think that's legal terms for self defense? Yes. Because, you know, for example, for example, say somebody breaks into your house and grabs everything in your fucking house. But as you notice it, they run away. You can no longer shoot them. Because if you shoot them in the back, that's murder. You cannot shoot somebody who is fleeing from you. Can I shoot them in the leg to try to stop them from running and then call the police? No, you're going to jail. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. They are fleeing. You cannot shoot somebody who be, is not in danger of your life. To be attempted murder or assault with a deadly weapon. Well, then I'll kill everybody on the jury, too. You're right. gonna spend life in jail multiple times. Okay, so Kylie's gonna go to jail. Um, you know what? This is kind of depressing me. This is—I don't like to be depressed. I feel like I'm an overall happy person. Uh, anyone knows I'm Aquarius. I'm an air sign. I just kind of go with the flow. I feel like that naturally makes me a little more happy than most niggas. Y'all be sad as fuck for whatever the fucking reason. Y'all be sad for. Bro, let's talk about what it means to be happy. Matter of fact, hold up. I think you. Hold up. I think you. I'm not moody. Hold up. I think, okay, I might, a little bit. I think you might be great for this conversation. Dude, would you like to talk about happiness? Would you, Kylie, like to talk about happiness? With Juicy? If not, it's okay. You, you can go do what you're doing. Talk about it with Echo, too. You can talk with me, too. You can take his spot if you want. Go, go do what you're doing. Let's talk about it, bro. I want to say what I would do first. Um, oh, I'd love to hear this. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, I, let me put both headphones on. All right, so what I would do if I saw somebody coming at me with shit all over their hands. And not even just shit. It's got raisins in it. They ate raisins that day, bro. 24 hours before they fucking tried to roast shit on you, they ate a bunch of raisins. It's literally raisins in their shit. Even better, I'm going to run at them with my mouth open in case what I'm going to do next fails. You like raisins? I'm going to run at them, and I'm going to pull down my pants, and I'm going to spread apart my cheeks. This and is not I'm where I expected this. Gonna try to catch it with my asshole. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna jump in the air and I'm gonna try to envelop his shitty hand in my butt. So you get fisted in your sh- ass? The shit will go in my butt where the shit's supposed to be. You know Th- what I'm this saying? This is, this is not where I where I saw this like uh headed. I'm um, very surprised you didn't see this go in there. So so you so it, 
you just accept the shit where it's supposed to be. I'm into it. Okay. No, seriously, though, there are people that are into that shit. No, you're going to have to die around me. You're going to have to die. Like, I don't know how to put that in a better terms. You're going to have to die. Have you ever met anybody with a poo fetish? No. Me neither. I'd like to meet that person. Have ask you, him a few questions. You met somebody with a furry fetish? Is that like animals? Yeah, where they like uh, dress up as animals and fuck? No. You ever met somebody with a, with a foot fetish? That's more common. Probably. I don't, not butthole that I know fetish? of, but probably. What fetish? Butthole. They like dudes like to fuck, bitch, fuck girls in the ass? No. A girls like to fuck guys in the ass? No. Um, I mean, yeah. I've just met like basic like BDSM girls. Just girls that what's, like, what's like BDSM? it rough. Bondage, domination, submission, mutilation or manipulation or something? I'm weak. Why? I was just wondering. I, I've never. I'm 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 pretty nasty, but like when it comes to like a fetish, that's like a lot. Yeah, I mean a fetish. I think the difference between a fetish and a kink is like a fetish is you need it to get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a kink's just like eh, it's you'll it's take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying you'll take it. Okay, so so all right, so, all right, so this, what, this what, one, what, I, I want to talk about happiness with you, bro. Like, what what does it mean? What does what do you need? What requirements what standard i want to talk about what it means to be happy that's that's something that is is on my mind right now so what it means to be happy well and this is from you it's from what what does it mean to Druzy? first from of all pikatowski did i say that right pikatowski pikatowski what does look this is yo i'm not going to lie to you i'm going to pass the mic for a little bit okay this i feel like you would do a great job with this conversation so, I don't believe that happiness is a perpetual state of being. I mean, I agree. You don't. You're not just happy all the fucking time. Um, I think it's more about contentedness than it is about happiness. Um, a lot of people think happy is like you're you're jumping for joy. You got this big ass smile on your happy face. Happy's kind of overrated. T- 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 not, not saying you shouldn't be happy, but if you're happy all the time, you're missing out on what it means to feel well, the other things. What what I'm saying is that happiness isn't something that you necessarily want to seek because it's temporary and you're going to be disappointed a lot. You want to seek contentedness. I, I got one point to make. One more point. I'm gonna holler. Kylie gonna holler at you. All right. Happiness is not something that you should seek, nor is it guaranteed. When we were born, you're going to guarantee two things: struggle and death. You are not guaranteed to be happy. That's why these Facts. happiness moments you should treasure, because because they're not promised. Some people go through their entire entire existence and never experience happiness. I agree. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know. I feel like if you place happiness in like moments or people or whatever the case may be obviously it's not perpetual it's going to be fleeting right but if you can find happiness in like things or um activities if you you know find something that you're passionate about what what can you create happiness inside of you know what i mean right right everyone has like me i find a lot of um escape and just an outlet in reading and finding cool artwork that just kind of aligns with how I'm feeling and it makes me happy 
no one has to provide that for me. Yeah, and that's, ever leave. that's a good point. I think a lot of it's created. I think a lot of it's mental and just has to deal with how you look at the world. Um, but I think... It's a choice. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. Um, what makes you happy, Kylie? I mean, anything more than the things you just mentioned? No. That's it? I like music. I really like music. I like getting tattoos. I like the way that I feel after I get a new tattoo. Um, I like feeding my cat. Okay. I like seeing my cat all happy and stuff after I fed him. Okay. And stuff. Okay. Um, See, I, I search more shit. for... There's a difference between contentedness and happiness, right? Yeah. So for me, I kind of seek out contentedness. And contentedness, you know, you don't have this big-ass smile on your face. You're not laughing and geeking. Contentedness is just like me sitting there chilling, you know? I might not look happy, but... So what's, what's, what's the greatness behind contentness? Well, it's peaceful, and I think that it lasts longer than happiness. I don't think it's as temporary. I think happiness is more of in the moment thing i think contentedness is a mood that you can be in for the majority of your day you know what i'm saying yeah like i feel like happiness is an emotion that you experience just the hold same up, as you experience sorry hold like put your finger on top of the mic and then like put your top lip on your finger and then talk like into this it. yeah Okay, so I feel like happiness is just an emotion you experience, just like sadness or anger, but contentedness is more of an attitude that you can have towards, like, life in general. Right. Like, accepting things for as it is, as it comes and goes. Like, you feel happiness, you experience that, but at the end of the day, you're content. Like, you know you have no choice but to be okay, so you just accept to be okay and to be content regardless of what happens. I think contentedness is more of a state of being where happiness is more of a mood. And I think that you... She has to introduce herself real quick. My name's Aubrey. Woo! <laughs> 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 anyway, um, I think I think you achieve contentedness by things like self-awareness understanding mindfulness yeah mindfulness understanding who you are what certain things make you feel certain ways confidence financial stability financial stability definitely has something to do with I, it I, for I sure like, dude you can't grow up and not be financially stable and be content i mean maybe maybe you can maybe you as a listener can i just don't disagree i don't agree with that some people are able to live off the land and have very little and they're happier than most people that way or more content, I should say. I feel like that's the exception to the rule, not the rule. Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like feeling as though you have to be financial financially stable all the time is also something like society has put into us. Yeah, because for sure. Because I've met homeless people who like, yeah, they're homeless and they're trying to get somewhere, but they're still happy. They're okay because if you look at like, oh, I need money, like I'm always struggling, you're going to have an insecure mindset. And yeah. You're just going to naturally just feel like you're lacking all the time when you already have everything you need. Yeah. Money just helps you get more places, you know, it just kind of helps you reach that's your a, goals. That's a big factor in it because the desire to have money is 
very stressful, especially when you don't have it. But even when you even when you get it, you know, you you want more. But um, you can't really. This this maybe is me like mansplaining. Whatever, I don't really care. Uh, as as a guy, you being broke is not acceptable. You can't really be a guy and date. It's very hard to mate if you don't have any money. Fuck, fuck having sex. You cannot. You, I can't take you to dinner if I don't have thirty dollars in my pocket. Right. You we can't, cannot you go can't eat. Do fun we cannot sit down and talk and have a good conversation. Yes, we can sit down and talk outside the fucking park. Okay. Who wants to, like what the fuck? We're we gonna do that all day long. Right. We're gonna sit at the park all day long and talk. No, nigga, I'm hungry. Yeah. See, it's com- it's complicated because. There are some people, like, you know, when I was working at the weed factory, aside from the drama at the weed factory, I pretty much enjoyed the job. I wasn't making a ton of money, but I got to get high all the time, and I fucking, you know, basically just socialize for a living and trim weed and all this other shit. Um, But it wasn't enough money. Now, I'm a truck driver, and I can't smoke weed, you know. I have a car payment and shit, so it's a responsibility, but I, you know, I'm able to drive like a nicer car, but sometimes if my job gets stressful, I think to back to being at the weed factory, wondering like, man, in some ways, like being there, not having a lot of money was almost better because I could just come home and, you know, relax and enjoy my hobbies. But with truck driving and making more money, it's a more stressful job. I sacrifice more of my time. You know, I can't smoke weed, which I really love to do. This this is very true. But I'm enabling myself to progress further in life so that my hobbies can kind of become my career. And it's a sacrifice. But, I mean, it's tricky to maintain a sense of contentedness because on one end, I'm at work and I'm sober and I'm like, fuck. But on the other end, I'm very optimistic for the future. See, I kind of like when I'm at work, I never feel peace because like I don't have to think about things. I just have to work. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, and that's it. So I, I damn near compare it to like the military. We would be people join the military because right. like they don't want to make tw- their own choices. They want to be told what to do. You know what I'm saying? Not that's not everybody joins the military, but like a lot of people. Uh, it's just like it's it's a matter of y- you don't have as much mental. Stress, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I need to do. You're not. This is how I'm supposed to do it. And I have to do it or I don't. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, it's like almost in a sense, it's like not, it's like distracting yourself because it's like there's, you're in a situation where there's like, you literally are just giving like one option. Like, I have to do this and you just kind of do it and it just feels good knowing you kind of have like order. There's like, some type of structure to what you're doing. You know what you're doing. There's not a lot of room for questions. It's kind so. of meditative in a way. And I I agree for the most part. For the most part when I'm at work, you know, especially driving, um, you're just on the highway kind of chilling. And, I mean, it can be pretty peaceful. Um, but, you know, there's a catch-22 for everything. To maintain a permanent state of contentedness is pretty difficult. But I think I think love plays a big role in it. I think yeah, yeah. family, and if not family, friends, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a romantic relationship. But right. just being surrounded by people who yeah. understand, understand, or under at under least, ten? Under, under <laughs> at least attempt to understand you yeah. and support you and. Yeah, you know, listen to you. I think that's it's, a big part of it. It's more about the effort than the actual. It the effort speaks more than the result. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Every time, if not every time, 
<laughs> Depending on the result. If, if I attempted to clean my room, I didn't do shit, my room's still fucking dirty. Yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? For sure. Uh, bro, I feel like I'm really good at making uh, comparative. Yeah, it was a nice metaphor. It was a nice metaphor. You know what I'm saying? It was a nice little medi. You know what I'm saying? Nice little medi. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. It's that's yes. What's the difference between an analogy and a metaphor? Okay. Okay. There's a lot of dead air right there. Uh, I know y'all didn't hear that, but yeah. Um, So you want to move on to questions from the internet? Yes. Wrap this bitch up. Let's get it. What or who inspires you? Wow. Um, I I don't really have my inspiration is definitely more internally. Uh, I have moments where I just cannot contain myself and I have to release. Uh, people wise, um, I don't have a lot of people that inspire me. Future, future inspires you. Future, sensational. Future, S- sensational. How about you? Um, it it's kind of a weird one, but I think like. Pictures of beautiful places inspire the fuck out of me. Why? Um, Why? Because I want to go there, and I gotta do stuff. What's the most beautiful place you've been? Most beautiful place I've been? Belize. Belize was fucking dope. I was on a uh, inner tube floating through the fucking. I'm pretty sure it was the Amazon River. Crystal clear water. Uh, did some cliff jumping. I was in Honduras uh, in a glass-bottom boat. It's like looking at reefs and shit. I went to Cosmo, that Mexico. That scared the shit out of me. Pet a sea turtle. That's too much. I can't do it. Fuck the water like that. How long were you there? Um, I just went I went on a cruise when I was like 11 or 12. So I, on, I was only in Belize for a day, and then I was in Mexico for a day, and Honduras for a day, and then... Bahamas for a day where I that saw some titties so cool. on the beach. Oh wow! I bet you were the most excited kid. I was lit. Most happy uh, child. I was ever. lit. It was awesome. First pair of boobs I ever seen in real wow. life. And they were foreign. Ten they, out were ten foreign. they were foreign. They were foreign. There was this one kid, bro. There was this one kid who was fucking swimming around, and this lady was there tanning with her fucking tits out. And this kid gets out of the water. He's probably like six or seven, no. and he's like standing no. like. Five feet away from her feet, <laughs> just looking at her tits like, <laughs> <laughs> like a straight forty-five degree angle. She like, opens up her eyes and there's a small child staring at breasts. I right. Been, uh, where's your mom? Where's and your she, mom? Where's your mom? Where's your mom? She did. She noticed them and she got yeah. up and like her and her boyfriend were walking away, laughing and shit. Quick question. Yeah. At, at what age did you notice you were attracted to titties? Young. I I I, I, I definitely <laughs> got answer for this. All right. No, you go ahead. All right, I was I was young. I mean, um, I don't know, dude. Like, very early in my memory, like I don't remember like necessarily being aroused, but I remember looking at women and just like mm. feeling mm. a certain way. You know, <laughs> I st- I started having sex dreams in kindergarten. No shit. I swear on my fucking life, bro. Wow. I started getting boners. Nobody, a Scorpio. Sorry. Like Sorry. Sorry. Why do Scorpios? Preschool, she probably. Al- she always trying to say it's because I'm a Scorpio. I'm not even a Scorpio. That's just my rising. Like, yeah. I, I'm not even a Scorpio. You're just horny, Gang. bro. 
I don't know, but maybe I'm just horny. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I I I knew as a child, like she's sexy. Like damn. Like yeah, me too. Titties, me too. Ass. Me like too. freshman year. Nah, I was like eight. Like show me some. I don't know. If I was, like, <laughs> oh God, that specific with it, you but I definitely like remember thinking women were beautiful at pretty young age. I uh, see. I had a. This this might sound a little vain. There's a lot of attractiveness in, in in my family, so like I grew up around a lot of pretty people. So like I knew that like. I knew attractiveness at an early age. Okay. It's so, like when I saw attractive people, I was like, "Yeah, you got it." Like, yeah. You were thinking that about your family? No. <laughs> no, hold up, hold up, hold up. Whoa, whoa, y'all laughing? Do you think it's weird to notice that your family is attractive? What's weird oh. about that? Attractiveness is, is perceptible. If I can notice you're attractive, it's weird to be sexually attracted to your family. Mm-hmm. That's weird. But you can be like, "Yo, but to I got notice attractiveness is natural." My father's handsome. Yes. If if you're a guy and you can't look at your dad and say that nigga handsome, you either have some insecurity problems or your dad ugly as hell. And you're probably gonna look like him. Come on now. My dad's handsome and I have no problem saying my mother my, my brothers are handsome. Alright. I have no problem saying All right. that. Alright. Look at them. They're handsome. Good for them. No, you pretty as hell. Am I handsome, bruh? I love you, Julie. You're handsome. Thanks, bruh. You know it. You're handsome too, uh, bruh. I like your beard. I th- I think your beard adds a lot to you. I need to trim it. I still think it a lot to me, I think men without who cannot grow facial hair without a strong jawline just look kind of um, weak. Like you, you just look soft. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how to put it in a better way. You don't look manly. See, I feel that I don't have the strongest jawline either. But you have so a the great beard, beard definitely helps. It's a, I'm really Which lucky, took years bro. to grow. I have a very. I nice remember you beard. before you had a beard. Mm-hmm. Am I handsomer now? Yes. Okay. The beard. The beard does something, bro. Okay. And it's 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 um what's the word I'm looking for? It's not something that <laughs> it's not something that we choose to be. It it's 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 natural. When, when you see somebody with a beard, you naturally are more attracted to them, regardless of how you you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's genetic. No, so so women, so men with good beards genetically are viewed as being better with families. Yeah, like a burly beard, like is an indicator, a subconscious indicator that you're like more fit to be a father or something like that? I've heard that before. Yes. I've heard that before. Can I change the topic? I have a question. Yeah, get it. So is there, like, a person from any time in history, doesn't matter who, where, when, or when, that you, like, identify with or that you find a lot of, like, relatability with or someone that just kind of, like... No, so like an a, a writer like or a or famous person I kind of relate to, or just a person. Uh, um, yes, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so Jesus I, fucking Christ, J C. Boy, Echo's gonna start a cult. I already started one. Okay, it's called Shorty Gang. Am I in it? You, you were born in it. Damn, I didn't even know. You're good. Um. So I, I, there are definitely, like, famous people that I I relate to certain things about them. Like, uh, I like the way that Joe Rogan kind of, I like his what? thought process. Yeah, he's definitely, he's somebody that could definitely get anybody to talk for hours on end on a very, And he's not, you know. 
he's not as polarizing as media makes him out to be. He, he's um, not very judgmental. Yeah, not at all. He's 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 a pretty accept. I mean, he's a comedian. He makes jokes, and so do I. And he's not afraid to be wrong, which I think is a big problem within our generation. Right. Not even our generation. Within this era, you, to be wrong is to be canceled. To be execute. To be put aside from society when it's natural to be wrong you can't learn without being wrong right you know right. what i'm saying like if, if if i'm up here and i'm transphobic someone has to fucking teach me why being transphobic is wrong for me to understand what i'm doing mm -hmm. and i yeah i think you know joe rogan i can relate to a lot of his content um i don't know the guy personally i shook his hand once at a comedy show it was about it um theo vaughn is another one. You know who Theo Vaughn is? No. Theo Vaughn, he's, he's a comedian. He's a pretty fucking funny dude, but he's uh, he's kind of spacey. I'm a little bit spacey, or at least I feel like I am. Um, he's got, like, a really, like, weird sense of humor. Um, I feel like my sense of humor is just kind of like, what the fuck, sometimes. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, off the top of my head, that's really it. I'm sure there's more, but... How about you? Very nice, very nice. Oh no. Uh I wasn't mm, prepared. I love Megan Fox. Okay. I really do love Megan Fox. I don't know. There's just something about her energy that's just very inspiring. I, I, have you seen her thumbs? What's wrong with her thumbs? She has weird thumbs. Okay, nobody's perfect. No, 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 no. no, like, like, like really. No, 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 no. Like. You like looking at her thumb. <laughs> Hold up. I'm going to Google this shit. All right. So, Megan Fox. Um. I really look up to Nancy Pelosi. I. L <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> but I love the way that um, Edgar Allan Poe can convey feelings or emotions or just like d very dark emotions yeah. like yeah. He, he has a very very good way to make uh, the very i hate to say it, a commonplace person understand what a deep deep sense of paranoia or fear or right. loss feels like and okay that's um okay that's a very very admirable trait it's a good one yeah. i think um Mac Miller too. Oy. I really related. I really related to Mac Miller a lot. God, his yeah. music, at least. The, the music he would, the way that he would describe the, the loneliness and a very upbeat like. Mm. I don't know. He yeah. He was definitely talking. He had. Uh, I I can I can relate to kind of how he he's very vulnerable and kind of like open about the pain he was in, which seemed to be a lot. But he managed to be happy through it, kind of. It was kind of like a happy and kind of contradiction, you know. It was like he's like happy and sad at the same time. Um, I think he was really like. I think he was really like experiencing the full emotional spectrum at a lot of moments. Absolutely. I, I don't know if I necessarily relate to feeling that much, but he definitely had a lot of everything. He had a reached a point in his career and his life where he obviously had a lot to be grateful for and all of his wildest dreams have probably come true. Um, but he was still probably battling all of his internal struggles. Right. Struggles. And that 
like that conflict alone can really drive a person crazy. Yeah, for sure. Why, why don't I feel better? Especially if you're doing it in front of the whole world, you know? Right. And then you're just kind of like in your music, kind of calling out for like help and everybody's relating and vibing and, you know, but yeah, definitely right. a right. tough corner. That was a good one. So the next question we have from the internet is what was your favorite subject in school? English. History. That wasn't a very interesting question. Uh, next one, who was your first crush? Oh, my God. This makes me seem like such a whore. Um, it was <laughs> – I was in church, and there was, like, these little boys, and they were twins. Um, they were, like, blonde, and they were super cute, and they were both my boyfriends. And oh. that was, like, the earliest memory that I had. Mm-hmm. And, like, we all had pictures together and stuff. It was, like, a church thing. But they were so cute. It was who? Bowser. Oh, wow. I could see that. Oh, wow. It's pretty masculine. Nice. nice. You know? Solid. Yeah. Wow. All right. All, all right. right. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the hex girls from Scooby Doo, especially the green Wee! one. Especially the green one. Yeah, they were fire. They were fire. Um, my first crush was Jessica Chavez, who was this girl that I went to school with. Uh, met her in second grade. Shout out. Jessica. Yeah, yeah. And she uh she had a twin sister named Jasmine. And I like Jessica a lot more for some reason. Um I was trying to impress her one time. I told her that I was like a veteran. <laughs> I told her that I've been to war before and like been <laughs> shot and shit. And she believed me, her dumbass. She was Jesus like <laughs> Christ, help the girl. <laughs> yeah, we um one time one time one of the guys I was sitting with at lunch told her I had a crush on her, and she told me mm. she didn't want to marry me, and I was like, I'm just trying to fuck. No. <laughs> hey, you real, though. No, I didn't actually. So I was in second grade. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ball didn't even drop yet. I was just sad. I was just bummed out that she didn't want to marry me. Who was your first crush, Echo? Damn. Uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't even tell you. I, I was I was having wet dreams in kindergarten. I don't know. One of your family members? Nah, that's that's so <laughs> weird. Nah, um, actually, I can remember my first uh, wet dream. It wasn't somebody who existed. It was uh, like a figment of my imagination. Okay. Uh, Did I ever? You? Nah, my my I'm in very touch with my past lives. I I don't know, bro. At this point, we experienced technical difficulties and the podcast abruptly came to an end. Thank you for listening.